Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Santa, you could win in APCO's Cash for Chrissy competition. That's right, APCO Joe. There's 1K to brighten your day. And 1K to give away to a mate for Christmas. APCO's Cash for Chrissy on now at APCO. <laughs> Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Ototahi Christchurch put on a show. Great weather down here in, in Christchurch uh, as we watched Australia dominate England in the final. From start to finish, they were very, very impressive. We're Australia, and well, it's our pleasure to welcome our next guest. You've been, uh, she's been bringing you coverage of the Women's World Cup here on SCNZ, rounding it out with a record-smashing final at Hagley Oval last night where Australia were crowned champions. Alyssa Healy's incredible 170 with the bat guided the Australians to a 71-run victory over defending champions England, who also put up a gutsy fight. Laura McGoldrick has followed the tournament for the past month, and she joins us now, and she's a mum too, so she loves getting up nice and early. She's on the show right now. Morning, Laura. How are you? Oh, dull. This daylight saving is killing me. <laughs> <laughs> kids aren't, aren't adapting too well, eh? My kids are the same. They come in real early. So I was like, what are you doing? Get back to bed. But realistically, it was 7 o'clock in the morning, so they knew what was happening, yeah, mate. Anyway, how was that? How the was the, how was the World Cup for you? Um, look, it was such a, a privilege to be involved with such a fantastic tournament. The organisers here in New Zealand you know, despite incredibly mm. trying circumstances like a global pandemic, they did an amazing job. Uh, so it was awesome to be involved. I, I just simply loved it. Great crew of people um, from all over the world uh, to come together and watch that. And boy, oh boy, those Aussies were unstoppable. <laughs> like, they were so good. They mm. did not drop a game all tournament. And so as much as a Kiwi, you know, cricket fan, you want to see the White Ferns in that final, you want to see them lift up the trophy. Yeah. The best team in that tournament won, and that was Australia. <laughs> hey, Laura, did you think, <laughs> like, did the final live up to what you were thinking? Did, did you honestly think England might give them a shake? Yes, I really did. Um, it, I, I didn't think that they would sort of roll over as, well, I mean, roll over, it's easy for me to say that I wasn't bowling to Alicia Healy, so... Um, <laughs> It looked very challenging, um, but I, I did think that they um, there would have been a bit more of a, an even battle or more of a battle from them. Uh, they obviously won the toss and decided to bowl first. Whether that was the right decision, I'm not sure. They didn't bowl the right one length to Elisa. Um, it, it was just 
they didn't change their plans accordingly. I, I don't know what happened there, but you know, poor old Nat Siver, who had a fantastic tournament with the bat for England, scored 145, all in vain really. But I, I, I was, I was disappointed for England because you could see how much it meant to them to be the defending champs, to beat New Zealand the way they did, um, which was a mm. really cracking game that came right down to the wire at Eden Park. For them to then go out and not show what they could really, really do. They played some awful cricket in the beginning of the tournament and they just got better and better and better. So to get to the final and play like that, I'm sure they would be really, really gutted. Well, what about our Kiwi girls? Um, you think they'll be sitting there now, waking up today, ruining missed opportunities. Um, obviously, before the tournament, that, that clinical performance they put on against Australia, chasing down, I think it's nearly 300 for one, um, knowing that they can actually compete with Australia. Do you th- how do you think that, that obviously they'll be feeling gutted and, and ruin those missed opportunities? But where do you think uh, that they'll be, you know, hoping for a replay or another opportunity or somewhere along that World Cup that they think we could have done better? I think the White Ferns, I mean, you only had to look at their faces really when they played Pakistan in their final hit out of the tournament to see how mm. disappointed they were. Um, I think it, I imagine it helps when, if, uh, the people that knocked you out of the tournament, i.e. In, in our case, England, go on and win the tournament. That's probably an easier pill to swallow. Mm. But Australia, having beaten them in the, in the, in the warm-up game, it's a funny thing because warm-up games don't count. And that's the, that's the yeah. harsh reality, the reality of tournament um, play. You know, they, they just don't, don't count. So there are, there are things I'll probably sit back and not go, geez, we just did not do that well enough. But that they showed great fight. And I think the thing that I'll take mm. away from the White Ferns a performance of the tournament was taking my daughter to one of the games. And, and it's that whole, if you can see it, you can be it thing. And, yep, no, the White Ferns didn't get over the line, but they played some exciting cricket. And they got close, um, and they just didn't get across the line. And, and sometimes that comes down to the types of different matches of cricket you play. You just don't have the experience of getting over the line in those tight matches. Um, so mm. that's just that's something that they'll learn from and take away. I think that this was one of our best chances to win a World Cup, and I think the White Ferns know mm. that too. So they'll feel really gutted. Um, but there was the, the biggest one for me, I think the one that was the the West Indies, where we lost by you know just a handful yeah. of runs when we really should have got over the line there. But that's just, it all comes down to experience. And I think the tournament as a whole, as I say, was a huge success. And hopefully our mm. next um, generation of White Ferns and Black Ferns, our Black Cats, um, watch what the White Ferns did and watch the cricket that was played and go, I want to have a crack at that. Laura Ricardo here, mm. mate. Um, just on, on that White Ferns, I, I just struggle with, I mean, you know, I know that we had a few young players. We had a lot of experienced players in that team as well. But I struggle with um, Bob Carter, who I, I like. He's a good bloke and he, he likes to talk cricket. But being able to shuffle straight from that into a back to his high-performance role, how can you be a high-performance manager for Cricket New Zealand when you've failed at the highest level? I, I, I really like you, man, but I'm not sure that's the question to ask to me. No, I, 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 I totally understand what you're saying. I, I, don't, I don't know. That was Bob's role before he took on the role of White Ferns, and obviously he made gains there that New Zealand Cricket appreciated and saw perhaps, um, you know, we don't know the ins and outs of that there, but... Um, I don't know. It was it was challenging for Bob. Obviously, um, he, he he's grown a lot in the role as White Ferns coach, and, and they all respect him. That's very clear. Um, maybe I, I really don't know what the the story is behind the high performance role. I just know that he was there beforehand, um, and so it'll be interesting to see you know who goes in his place now, what they do, what 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 road they they take with that. But um, 
I don't know. I don't know how that's come to the to the point where I've put him back in that same role he was in uh, four four years ago. Mm. Oh, nice, Lozzie. Hey, um, well, you're there. You're there or thereabouts with all the um all the teams. What were, what were some of the things that, that you witnessed from the sides um being in New Zealand? Did you did you get a sense of feeling that they loved being over here touring and and obviously trying conditions and circumstances but did you see them having a lot of fun outside of the cricket and and getting out and trying to enjoy it as much as possible um yeah well it was hard because they're all in the bubbles for the most part so you didn't get to see them a lot away Mm. from the ground but um in terms of uh you know enjoying New Zealand they they all do for you know Pakistan Bangladesh and India it's such a different experience in a a funny Mm. way the English and Australian it's all a little bit kind of like um, their home, so it's it's, it's similarish conditions, um, and uh, you know the food doesn't differ too much from what they're used to. So, so you yeah, know they all seem to really enjoy it. And the tournament was put together so well, and they were all taken care of. And you know we as Kiwis should be really proud of 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 what we showed them when they were here. Yeah, beautiful. Oh, we're going to touch on on your good family friend. I know Guffy's. Best man, it's probably his final. It's his final day in, in the black jersey and the black cap. Ross Taylor, mate, tell us a bit about Roscoe and, and and the champion bloke he is, and what he's been able to achieve for for New Zealand cricket, and kind of the the gap that that's going to be missed from from Roscoe. Well, if you want to get me crying at this early in the morning, this is probably the road to go down. Um, yeah, it's hard to imagine uh, a New Zealand cricket team without Ross Taylor in it. I don't know about anyone else, but I found it real weird when the South Africans toured here and there was a test series and there was no Ross Taylor in that mm. number four spot, which he has dominated for the last 16, coming up 17 years. Um, yep, he is my husband's best mate. Um, my mum and he have uh, a working relationship. My mum is his manager and they have worked together for uh, 17, 18 years. Actually, even longer than that, I think. It's probably 19 years now. So he's been a part of my life for a very long time. So I feel an immense sense of pride mm. for all that he's um, achieved in his career. And the numbers speak for themselves. I mean, you know, he's the only player to have played 100 games in all three formats. He's top run scorer in both tests and ODIs for New Zealand. He's got 19 test centuries to his name. I mean, the man is... The legacy he leaves is undoubted. But it's the it's the way... And what she's gone about it, I think that he should really be remembered for. It's the way, you know, you always hear athletes talk about when they get given their their, their black shirt with the silver fern on it. It's mm. how they leave it. It's how they when they when they leave the jersey for the last time. It's it's the position in which they've left it. And Ross has done this country so proud, not just because of the runs, but because of the time he takes with his fans. He's the last one at the ground. He's the last one to get a selfie. He loves the game. So anytime a kid comes up to him mm. in a supermarket or a dad comes up to him in a supermarket, you won't see him for half an hour. You'll be like, okay, I said to Ross, could you just go and get some salt? And I can't. For half an hour, he's talking <laughs> cricket in the aisles with a dad about, you know, so he's that kind of guy. And he is a great student of the game. And I hope he stays in some capacity in the sport because he has a lot to offer. He's got a great cricketing brain. And, you know, he's been a part of the big moments. I'll miss, as a cricket fan, that feeling when you know Ross Taylor's coming to the crease and you think, whew, all right, it's Roscoe, here we go. You know, I'll miss that. Um, I'll miss yeah. the tongue. I'll miss the pukana when he, you know, he gets his tongue for his kit. There's a lot of things I'll miss, but um, he's a real legend and I hope he gets the send-off he deserves today.
mate, he is an absolute champion. I was cheeky enough and I slid into his Twitter DMs years ago and just said, mate, because he was chucking out some gear, and I said, chuck one of those bats my way. And the next minute, your dad arrives on my doorstep in Christchurch <laughs> with a signed Ross Taylor bat. So I couldn't believe it. He's an absolute <laughs> champion. I really uh, appreciated that. Hey, just, just quickly, what do you feel his greatest um, moment is on the on the field or, or off the field? What 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 do you think uh, Roscoe Taylor will be remembered for? There's a lot of innings I think of. Um, there's a lot of innings I think of. Uh, his 290 in Australia. Um, his mm. his his 100 in in Manchester when he first started. Um, his Oh, there's so many. The 180 that he got in Dunedin against England on effectively one leg because the other had stopped working and half the one he did have was in a bit of trouble as well. Um, I think, oh, geez, oh, that's a really tough question. I'm a real cricket geek, so I, there's a lot that I remember that are my finest moment. But for him, I think his finest moment will be, oh, I don't know. I don't know. There's so many. What do you, okay, what do you there's, think he's going to, what, what kind of red will he be popping Later on tonight, I know he loves his red wines. So, well, you know, tell us what kind of drop he's going to be having a wee sip on. You know what? The beauty of having me as a friend is when he goes, Laura, I've got a bottle of blah, 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 blah. blah. I go, sweet ass man, just pour it to the top. <laughs> Whatever you've got. Um, uh, no, I, I think he's going to drink one of his. Um, so when he played his 100 tests, for New Zealand, he got a hundred yes. bottles of red wine from New Zealand cricket. So I think oh. there'll be there'll be one of those. I think there's a magnum. Um, we had uh, dinner with him last night. <laughs> he was talking about the wine, and I made Guppy I made Guppy stop at the supermarket on the way around, and I was like, "Oh, that one's on sale. I'll grab that." <laughs> I was like, yeah, man, great, great career. It was look, it was roaring me. She was sixteen bucks. Yes, love um, a love a roaring me. <laughs> <laughs> roaring um, so I, I, I think there'll be... Look, I'll take some pictures and I'll send them to you. I won't know the names, but um, I will definitely send them through of what, of what is drunk tonight. Yeah, just just, oh, just don't oh, need yeah. a glass. Just give me a straw. <laughs> yeah, see? That's me. I'm that friend. Oh, guys, I've got a couple of straws in the bag here. <laughs> Who wants one? <laughs> hey, Laura, hey, Laura, it's Kevin. You do not. Hey, Laura, it's Kempe here. Hey, just, just before you go, I'm just listening to what you're saying about Ross Taylor's legacy. Look, uh, if your mum or yourself have some power in at New Zealand cricket, what I think Ross Taylor should do is work in the Polynesian game and get more Polynesians playing cricket. I think that would be the best thing ever that would happen in New Zealand because we'd have um, Joel Garner coming down the crease and Viv Richards batting at number one and that type of player come out of that Polynesian game and Ross Taylor's that type of bloke with that history to go and do that. So maybe that's a conversation your mum can have with him. Yeah, maybe. I know, I, I hope Ross stays in the game. And I, I think he has done, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's done a lot for the, uh, for particularly the Samoan community uh, around, around cricket. And uh, yeah, I, I hope he does too. Yeah, what, what do you reckon he, he will do? Like if you just, do you think he'll get into coaching? I don't know. It's a funny one because I'm sort of scared. It's, it's one of, and, and I don't know what it was like when you played, but I was one of those questions where I was always a bit scared to ask an athlete because I was like, if they're not thinking about it, I don't want to be the one you to don't go, ask like, it. hey, man, you're, you're mid-30s. Because you we never went to school, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you don't want to... That is the wanna, worst question uh, you can ask someone. What are you going to do? I don't know. Yeah, exactly. 
What are you going to do when you finish? I don't know. I'm still, I've still got a few years left, I think. You go, oh, yeah, right. Have you? you got to start Ooh. thinking about it, though. Do you? Cool, blimey. Um, uh, so, <laughs> I don't really know, but Roscoe, if, you know, everyone, we, we talk about the red wine. People may not realise he's a real, once he picks up something that he likes, he's a real student of it. So the wine, he has his books, there's, he has, but man, he, he likes to learn and he loves to ask questions. And I also think that one of the reasons he was such a successful cricket is because he asks a lot of questions. So I don't know what he's going to do. He tried, he did a bit of commentary um, end of last season. I thought he was really good. Uh, I mean, I'm biased. I love the man. But um, he was really yeah. good. I loved hearing his cricketing brain. So I hope he does something where we still get to hear him talk mm. about cricket because he's got a lot to offer. Can yeah, you drink wine sure for a job? Yeah, kind of Yeah, you can probably down in Queenstown or What's over in job, France and Bordeaux. So what does Ian Smith do again? Yeah. <laughs> 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 hey, quickly, we're going to let you go, Laura. We're going to quickly let you go. But before we do, I've got to ask you a question. What is Guppy's worst habit? Guppy's worst habit. I don't want to bash the man. He's looking after my kids right now as I'm on the phone to you guys. But, uh, <laughs> worst habit. Uh, Guppy's worst habit. Oh, Guppy's worst habit. Guppy's worst habit. No, oh, do you know what he is? His worst habit. People be like, what, what Laura? Um, he's always on time. Now, that is, that is a lot of pressure on a woman who is never on time. Congratulations. <laughs> and the man is never late. So as someone who is constantly just has no comprehension of time, it makes things very challenging. There's <laughs> oh a perfectionist. Man, oh. you're a lovely wife. I wish Daisy would take a few things off you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really? Nice, Laura. <laughs> if Gut was on the phone no. you said what's Laura's most annoying habit, you would have to have a pen and paper. <laughs> And I reckon he would let you know. <laughs> Being late would be at the top of the list. The way oh, I think love it. Love it. Laura McGoldrick. Thank you so much, Lozzie. We appreciate you coming on the show and uh, sharing those uh, comments on the World Cup and also Ross Taylor, one absolute champion. Thank you so much. Thank you guys for having me. Have a great day. There we go. Laura McGoldrick just ripping out herself. She's late and Guppy's never late. Wow, never ever pictured that. I thought maybe just, you know, what's your worst habit, Ricardo? You'd have you'd have one. I've got. Oh, my, what is my worst habit? My worst habit. That's uh, you probably Something have to ask my wife partner. Always, yeah. What does she always come at you with? The same thing. Everyone's got it. Yeah. Uh, I, it's probably that I I don't open like I get up in the mornings, particularly on the weekend when I don't have mm. anywhere to go or do anything to do. I tend to get up and watch sport in the mornings, right? <laughs> and so I don't open any of the curtains or any of the windows because the sun just ruins the yeah. TV. So I'm like, nah. And so yeah. she always gets up and just whinges. Oh, you didn't open this. Oh, my plants are gonna die. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Yeah, but hang on, I'm watching the sport. Hang on. <laughs> My care factor about your plants is quite low, just quietly. <laughs> what about what about this one? This is my pet hey, and I can't understand this. The toilet seat. Oh. Why should we have to put it up? <laughs> I, I don't understand Can't. it. I don't know why should we have uh, to put it up. They I'm should on put Daisy. It down. I'm on Daisy's side with that one, mate. <laughs> Yeah. You, why, bro? Yeah, I'll tell you. I'll tell you why. Because your your boy, when he's fifteen, you're gonna say, "Mate, lift the seat up." 
<laughs> True, okay. Right. That's me at the moment, Kimpy. <laughs> I'm telling myself, lift the seat up, Izzy. Wow, messy bugger. Anyway, it's my worst habit is leaving the toilet seat up in the toilet. Anyway, we're coming back shortly. We're going to wee chat about some cricket. Back shortly. Listen to Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Thanks to the Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Stuff for your face and body. It's men's skincare with a purpose. Top quality Aussie-made grooming and skincare to help guys look and feel great with no hassles. Plus, Stuff is helping mental health too. Find Stuff at Woolworths or visit websiteofstuff.com.